The most common advice for investors is to understand the management and how they are running the company you invest in. On theconstantinvestor.com, I'm James Brandis, and I'm speaking with our curious investor, Evelyn Loy, who specializes in organizational culture, leadership, and management. Evelyn, you're a research fellow at Monash University. Tell us a bit more about your area of expertise. Right. Um, my areas of expertise, in fact, let me just bring it back um, to what I'm currently doing. I'm... Um, like you say, a postdoc researcher um, working on a large-scale uh, Australian public-funded uh, collaborative research project that looks at the scaling up of um, healthcare innovation and um, specifically looking at organizational factors that enable and that cause barrier to scaling up of redesigned and improvement initiatives, specifically on the context of redesigning hospital care program, which was established by our Victorian Department of Health and Human Services in 2008. A lot of these benefits has been pretty much siloed within the department, so uh, within the department in the health services, I should say. And so we look at how we could actually help identify what could uh, facilitate the scaling up of those initiatives to benefit the sector level or the whole system um, level. What I'm currently doing uh, with, in terms of work with my research. Are you looking at the management of organisations or the culture within organisations or is it a bit of everything and trying to um, reduce those silos through, I guess, different corporate structures? a bit of everything um, with, with this current project is um, very much unlike my previous research project during my PhD studies, where I actually look specifically on organizational cultures and how those sort of impact on the performance of um, New Zealand's district health boards. Prior to being here in Melbourne, I was actually living in New Zealand for a, a good couple of years to do my um, PhD. So this study and knowledge of organisational behaviour, have you brought that knowledge uh, or understanding to your investments? A bit, I would say, because at the moment how I look at uh, investing in stocks would be to actually uh, study up the organisational profile, what sort of culture they have, and to see whether uh, you know they have good organisational philosophy and and mission and, and values and to see whether it's sort of aligned with my own beliefs. So do you find that information in the annual report or the company websites? I mean, a lot of that stuff that you're talking about often seems like the window dressing to satisfy some environmental or social government, governance uh, criteria. You're right. Some of the information, it's very much being window dressed to satisfy government and also our policymakers as such. But specifically, in fact, um, I actually use this particular reason I actually um, look into investing in the US markets and this app called Invest, which I think is a really good app. It's actually developed by Rubicon and um, they actually give out organization analysis by the CEO, Emmett Savage, if I'm mistaken, I hope I got his name right. So from, from there, I sort of managed to get a glimpse of the organization 
um, in terms of uh, the background, the culture and stuff like that. And also um, the performance uh, over the past uh, five years. Can you give us the name of the app again and spell it for us? It sounded like you said invest. Yes, invest. I-N-B-E-S-T. Okay. I have to have a look at that one. I haven't seen it. In fact, it's quite similar to one of the apps that invest in um, the local market that's called Acorns. Yep. I do use Acorns as well, which is really good. I think um, it would actually help with uh, millennials <laughs> like me, like myself, because it helps you or rather it allows you to invest your small change whenever you spend. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I've got a 24-year-old nephew and he he is a big fan of Acorns. It is, it is. Um, I'm actually quite excited. I've been using it for a while and it's a good first step, I would say, for um, people who are fairly new to investment or investing. So that's using mainly ETFs and if you've been, how long have you been using it? Have you seen a sort of return on your investment there? In terms of Acorns, I've been using it for close to maybe half a year now. So still early days. Yes, yeah, still early days, and it's it's up and down. I would say sometimes you see um, good returns on on some days, and some some days is just not good. And invest is that just for New Zealand, or is that for Australia as well? No, no, no. Invest is on the U.S. market. And and have you been using that one for a long time? I've been using it for I think a few months. I can't remember exactly how how long I've been using it, but a good couple of months, and I've been seeing really good results as compared to Acorns. All right. Because Invest is actually a a bit different in terms of the uh, uh, investment strategy because you actually invest in a specific stock. Like, say, for example, Lululemon, like Tesla, like Apple, you can actually invest in those stocks. Oh, that's good. And is that the extent yeah. of your investment at the moment? Have you got anything else in your portfolio? Apart from those two, um, I do have some mutual funds back home. I come from Malaysia anyway. Other than that, those are the investments that I'm currently doing. And what's your investing goal? It's interesting. My goal is actually, of course, apart from um, making money, is to find companies that I think I believe in that will grow in the long term. I'm not the person sort of looking to like trading and I know, buying it and selling it um, overnight, but rather I want to find companies that I think they would grow in the long term and intend to hold them for like maybe in the next five, ten years and see where they lead to. And what would you say is your greatest concern as an investor? What keeps you up at night? Well, losing money, of course, for one. Another concern would be something like what company like Uber. As an investor, I think to be straightforward is that um, I would like to see company grow with good culture rather than to have company with sort of bad culture that would lead the company south. So that that's that's the perhaps my major concern. And if we could come back to that and, and your knowledge of organizational culture, 
uh, because there's so much advice about understanding the management and understanding the company, but there isn't a lot of talk about the culture. And obviously that has a huge influence on the uh, efficiency and effectiveness of a company. If, if you could give investors advice at looking at the culture and evaluating that culture of a company, how would you advise that people do that? Well, it's it's a really tough question you have there it's for me. It's a big me. one. <laughs> yeah, Take, talk it, us through it, it step by step. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I guess a lot of people find it hard to actually define what culture is in the first place. Like, how do we actually define what is culture, what is organizational culture, and what actually good organizational culture looks like? And um, that itself is a hard question. And um, to give an advice to investors to identifying good organizational culture, I I guess it it stems from having good CEO, good leaders who can actually lead the organization with beliefs. Say, for example, some of the very good uh, organizational uh, organizations that I have come across would be, say, Apple, Tesla. I guess they are doing well. It's mainly because of the strong belief of their CEO in actually bringing the organization forward and innovating. And that sort of elements that we want to see in leaders with good organization culture. And of course, also, I believe a lot of it also stems from having good employee engagement. And what I mean by that is that when I look at, say, for example, Lululemon, I personally shop there and I find that their products are really good. And apart from that, they have very good employee engagement. And so when you visit a store, you can actually see that, you know, they have achievement uh, recognition in terms of sales and stuff like that being on the wall. And so I guess that that is um, one part of it that shows you what the culture of the organization is like. And of course, when you see this as a consumer and as an investor, you will have more um, confidence in the organization. Yeah, understanding the company from that personal interaction I think is a great idea too. It is. And that's what drives me to invest in in this couple of companies. Have you got, as an expert on organizational culture and behavior, have you got a favorite book on that topic that you would recommend to others? Well, the books that I read mainly are for research, so they are really dry, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but recently I read books on lead and uh, process redesign rather than organizational culture because I've actually moved my focus to process redesign. I would say rather than books, can I bring you to something very different? Please, do. In fact, um, I find... Reading books is actually good, don't get me wrong. But rather than referring to books, I I guess the most important thing that I learn is to actually get mentors. Learn from mentors rather than from just reading books. Because I I realized that by exchanging and also learning from people, 
you actually gain more insights into what the real life uh, investment is like, and also learn from people's mistakes, learn from their experiences. And I would say because I started really late, I wouldn't say that no. I mean, I, I didn't have anyone to to guide me through the, this journey prior, but if. I would have actually gotten to know, or rather, meet more mentors, have more mentors. I would actually started my journey earlier, as compared to now. I've only started a good couple of years ago to actually seriously look into investing my money. That's great advice. <laughs>、um, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Being a millennial myself, I think that the main thing is that we don't save enough. To invest, I can't speak for all. Like I say, it's maybe just me. We tend to spend a lot more than we should, and a lot of time we spend first and then save up what we have spent. And I especially like Warren Buffett's one of his philosophies, whereby he says that you know you you should pay your, yourself first instead of spending. First, and then spend what's left, which is actually not the way to go, and it's not sustainable in the long term. And especially with our ever increasing cost of living, and it sort of makes sense to me now, actually. Thanks, Evelyn. That's really interesting. It's been great talking to you. Thank you, James. Evelyn Loy is a member of theconstantinvestor.com and our Curious Investor this week. If you'd like to share your investing experience and be part of the Curious Investor, please email us at hello at theconstantinvestor.com.